Warning, this podcast may contain adult themes and inappropriate language not suitable for the kids. You've been warned. EFTM. Tech. Cars. Lifestyle. This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen and Jeff Cotramani. Oh, breaking news, Chris Bowen. We should have got a new intro, mate. Mm, without, tur- without Jeff Quattromani. I turned to my right and there's just an empty chair. I've left the microphone there for him. Mm. You know what? What? I miss him because I, I, I show up largely having done not much during the day. So I, No, I, you've parented. I look like a bit of a slob. I've got thongs on, shorts. And I'm wearing socks and shorts. I mean, Tullabajil Picnic Racers uh, t-shirt. And he's always very well dressed. Because he, he's got a real life, real yeah, job. Yeah, he's got a real job. He shows up in his office attire. But look, there used to be a rule when I worked in radio, and I used to work in radio. <laughs> Never, ever go on holidays. Never take holidays in radio. Mm. It's a very important rule. Because you get shafted. Because you know what happens. Mm. You're never, never back. I we was all, an exception to the rule. I never took holidays and I still got shafted. But anyway. We were never allowed to be taking holidays. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But Jeff is in New Zealand. What, is he on a cruise? What's he doing? No, he's, well, a, happy mm. anniversary. Celebrated his second wedding anniversary. Congratulations. And then went to a wedding. Did he? In Hobbit Town. Hobbit, Hobbiton? I've never read the book. Got to be a lot more weddings soon, isn't there, Trev? Mate, as I understand it, my gift registry fees mm. are going to go through the friggin' roof. Yeah, that's one thing I didn't consider when I cast my vote. Do you know what? My my cousin, yeah. who uh, can now take advantage of the um, soon-to-be-enforced reg- um, legislation. Enforced? Probably not the word they want to oh, hear. Oh, for $4 million, people, it's enforced. Um, I said, oh, great, now I'm going to have to have more money for, for mm. presents, for mm. wedding registries. And she wrote, your vote was a gift enough. And you know what? If I get invited... To a same-sex marriage wedding, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to put a card in that says oh. I voted yes. Should've, that is my gift to you. Should have taken <laughs> a picture of your vote and just yeah. <laughs> this is all happened the way. We also, were the pioneers. Mental note: mm. they charge more for wedding hire. Do like they? If, if you don't you remember? Oh, where did you have your wedding? I can't. Yeah, yeah. In Bathurst, mate. If you if you rent that venue yeah. for a corporate function, yeah. half the price than for a wedding. Mm. You go to Athol Hall in Sydney for a birthday party. It's it's a, it's ten bucks a head or a hundred yeah. bucks a head. A wedding? Oh, it's two hundred. Yeah, well, they're entitled to make money when they can. They're a commercial venture. Well, yeah, okay, whatever. I think it's discriminatory. Fair enough. Not the same sex marriage. No, thing. that's completely different issue. <laughs> the anyway, congratulations to all you guys out there and girls. That's great. Mainly guys and guys and girls and girls. Yeah, well, who knows? Who knows where we're headed? It could be open slather now. Soccer is through the World Cup 2-0. Um, this is the EFTM podcast. We'd love your feedback. Uh, send us a tweet, at uh, EFTM, or you can send a voice bite. Download Voice Bite and send us a little audio message with the hashtag EFTM. This is the EFTM podcast. With Trevor Long, Chris Bowen, and Jeff Quattromani. Well... Even without Jeff here, we play the ethnic version yeah, of the Sting. It's good. I like it. You know, Bowen, I thought you had the smartest home on the planet because we've talked before about the fact that you've got everything. You've got the lights, you've got the Google Home, you've got bloody everything. I've got a bit, mm. but Manda won't let it in the house, so it's only in the man cave. You've got the smart kettle now. you got the smart kettle. We talked mm. about that a couple of weeks ago, mm. but you've added something uh, very big to the home, yeah, the smart look, home. You actually introduced me to this, the GoGo Gate 2, and uh, this is basically a device that uh, operates your garage door, any garage door, mm. pretty much, 
via the Wi-Fi network. Now, you've installed it here. Yep. On a, what, a 30-year-old home. Yeah. Um, so it's a traditional roller door. Yep. Uh, you've obviously had no issues. When you told me about this, I just had no understanding of how mechanically it could open the door, but it's yeah, right. so straightforward to install. Because I think people don't realise you've, you've got the you've already got to have an electric mm. roller door, right? You've got Correct. to have an automated door that with a push of a button you can sure. open. Yeah. This turns that button uh, or puts that button into your smartphone and any app and a whole bunch of mm. other things you'll tell us about. But the thing is, and I learnt this in my previous home where I had a dodgy little Bluetooth thing before the go-go gate, mm. There's basically a series of pins in the back of your, your electric motor that, that mean certain mm. things. And essentially, one of them is a hot wire. Mm. And if you put one wire, a single piece of wire from one to the other, and, and the garage door opens, they're the two pins. Mm. And those two pins are simply, a, in a circuit world, contact closure. Correct. And all that's happening is your go-go gate is just going, yep, and it, con- yeah. it closes the contact, closes the circuit, yeah. and up and down goes the door. Yeah, because when I, when I read about this, I thought, geez, you're not an electrician. I don't know how to cross wires and, and do all this sort of thing. So basically, you could actually install it. Say you've got a wall switch in your garage, which operates a door. You can override that button so you yeah. can stick this device, which is no bigger than like an Apple TV box or, or something similar like that. You can stick that on the wall. You, you send the two wires into the, the switch, which is a low voltage switch. So you certainly don't need an electrician and override it that way. I've chosen to install it on a relatively modern garage door. It's one of those B&D roller doors. So it's a horizontal slat door that goes horizontally along the roof. So I've overridden, overridden the actual motor itself by simply um, putting the, the two right pins in the, um, what do they call the actual, the plug hole? I mean, I don't know what Mate, they just call them plug holes. There's like six different holes there. So, I, I just call them pins. Yeah, they're pins. Sometimes they're, they're a little screw. Yeah. You, you put the wire in, then you screw it in. Sometimes yeah. they're just literally a, a hole. And that's all mine was. And so I've, you know, found the, the corresponding manual for my garage door and it supports hundreds of garage doors. And it's just a matter of putting two different wires in, connecting to your Wi-Fi network. And obviously I've got an app, the GoGoGate app. You, but you've got a reasonably new home, right? Yeah. So when we moved here, there was no controller. No. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, and secondly, we don't use the garage door yeah, for the car. Exactly. I just use it to get junk in and out of here. Mm. And you might use it to back up your car tonight after you leave. Mm. But... The so we needed it because yep. it it essentially is uh, I've lost my remote I don't want to pay remote, yeah. I, I don't want to pay the money to mm. buy a new remote so mm. you put this thing in so you've you've already got I'm assuming the buttons mm. why why do you think this is a, a cool gadget because you jumped on it like when you saw it you went oh, I've got to have one of it's those it's because of the added functionality I can now tell Google Home uh, to open the door so you can say hey Google <laughs> I, I, open I, the garage door the thing about Google is. It's not as smart as Siri. So you, you go into the Google Home app or the Google Assistant app, and when you set it up through IFTTT, which is a in, internet connect, what is it, a connectivity if program? If then that, yes. Yeah, exactly. And you create an applet that used to be called Recipes. You have to, you actually have to spell out what you want to say to Google Home. So, oh. and you can do three different versions. So I've said, hey, Google, open garage door, or hey, Google, open the garage. Or, you know, another version. So it understands three different ways of me asking it to open the door. Okay. And then I've created a response that says, okay, open Sesame. That's what it'll say back to me, um, which I think is great. I mean, you know, why would I want to do that? Uh, probably there'll be very few occasions where I'll actually do that, maybe. I'll give you an example. Yeah. The best example, I reckon, is geolocation. Mm. So with IFT, um, yep. which is the, the connection between yeah. your garage and the, and the internet, essentially, yeah. You could say on your phone, you could have the IFT app in, in installed mm. and you could have your location being tracked. Mm. And if when you come within mm. 500 meters of your home, yep. having been away, mm. the internet goes, oh, he's home. Mm. 
the internet sends a signal to the IFT program, mm. says he's home, mm. and it sends a signal to the garage door, says he's home, yeah. and up, up goes the garage well, door. Well, I think the GoGo Gat's already got that installed, so you don't even need to use the IFT app for that. Really? It's got yeah, location. Yeah, so it's got geofencing location awareness already. So it's the same with my Philips Hue lights, for example. When I come home, they turn on after 7 o'clock at night. Well, uh, then, so then the other thing is linking things together. So it's if amazing you ever you open do. the garage door, yeah, yeah. you could make sure that the... The light in the garage comes on, yeah. and the light in the in the entryway. Mate, comes I can on. make sure the kettle comes on. I can make sure. Boil the, the kettle when the garage door I can opens. have the TV turn on, the Chromecast turn on. You know, there's stupid things you can do. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> there's a lot of different applets and recipes you can create. But the the major feature, and we were thinking about this the other day, um, my wife and I is we've had occasion when um, a relative has shown up and we're not home. Yeah. And look, we have a spare key in a hidden place. Um, but you don't want your relative, even though you're happy with the relative, yeah, yeah. No, but you don't want them rustling yeah. around because, hey, your neighbours might call the cops. Exactly. Um, and it's just going to be awkward. So you can now say to them, hey, you've got the ring doorbell yeah, as well. Homer. Yeah, I've got the doorbell. So, so you can say, I can talk to them hey, and we're, see them. we're delayed. We're yeah. in traffic. Mm. Hang on a minute. I'm just, going to open the door for you. I'm going to open the garage door. I'm going to open the door anywhere in the world, which is just incredible. That is pretty cool. Um, look, admittedly, I had a few issues setting it up. Um, it's, it's a product from Europe, and there are distributors here in Australia. So... The first problem I had was, and it's not in the instruction manual, you, when you try and pair it to your Wi-Fi network, it has to stay dead flat and your phone has to sit on top of it for it to connect to the Wi-Fi. I didn't know that. So I went through a process that, you know, of resetting it up to 10 times, which then corrupted the SD card, which has a little program in it, which runs the GoGo gate. So I had to get a new SD card sent from Spain, which took 10 days. Yeah. But now I know all those little tricks and ins and outs. It's running perfectly. Um, and yeah, look, it's got a little USB Wi-Fi antenna yeah. on the rear, yep. which is how it's connected to your Wi-Fi network. And then the other thing it's got is on mine, the um, sensor. The, the, I had the wrong sensor because I don't have what you have, which is the door that goes up horizontally. Mine is a yeah, roller door. That's correct. So mine has a sensor on the door and a sensor on the on the floor. Mm. And when when they connect, it's like a reed switch. When mm. they connect, it's it it knows they're together. So the the GoGo Gate app yep. knows whether the door is open or shut. Yeah. So I could I could get to to the city and go. Oh crap! Did I close the garage exactly. door? Exactly. Yeah. Open up the app, and if it's red, yeah. it's closed. And if it's green, it's open. Mm. And oh, it's, it's green. Pull it down, like, yeah. and shut the door, yeah. and it'll actually then tell me when it's shut because it knows. Yeah. Yeah. And in your case, it's got a little sensor that I got a wireless. I, th- I think sensor. it knows that it's horizontal. I, it knows if it's horizontal vertical. or vertical. Basically, it's just got a tilt sensor in it, so it's as simple as that. And it'll send you a notification. So I mean, you can look at a. Um, a calendar to see how many times it's been open during the course of a day. You would never use that. But look, I, I've had one occasion where I've driven off one day, gone to work, and I've accidentally sat on the garage door uh, remote control, and I've, uh, the, the, the thing's been open all day. So the cat got out and did his best all day, and it wasn't until one of my neighbours came home at 5 o'clock at night and thought, that's a bit weird, and rang me, and thankfully nothing had happened. So look, just little things like that I'll yeah. never have a problem with again. I mean, you know, I can control my garage door via Google Home, via an app, who would have thought a couple of years ago? That and would be I think the, the best advantage of it long term is just simply the you're never never going to lose the remote exactly. because it's simply an app. Yeah. Um, you can give anyone a remote yep. to your home. Mm. You know, if you had a, a tenant staying, you could give them a remote, and not have to get a new one yep. paid for and stuff like that. Yeah. It's pretty cool stuff. I, I did review it in full at eftm.com. Just search for Go Go Gate. Yeah, about 170 bucks. Yeah, I think it was 170 for the thing, and then another 40, yeah, 45 for the, for the sensor. sensor. Yeah. To be honest, I don't think you need the sensor. Um, yeah, right. I mean, it's no need. You don't need to know that sort of information. The only thing I wanted to ask you about is the security of these sorts of devices. Yeah. And people, uh, one of my neighbours said, how safe is that? I mean, is someone going to crack into that? 
I've got the Daco TP-Link Wi-Fi mesh system, which does have good encryption and a level of protection from outside hmm. malicious attacks. So your, your first and foremost thing is you've got to make sure you're not using the default Wi-Fi password of anywhere, course. and you've changed yeah. all that, yeah, right? Yeah. Because to hack into this kind of thing, yeah. you, you normally need to be on the network, yeah. on the Wi-Fi network. So you've got a massive level of protection just mm. having a strong and secure Wi-Fi password. And mm. secondly, you need to... Sign up to any yeah. any emails that come from GoGo yet because when they update software, yeah. you want to make sure you update Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So if the app ever needs updating, yeah. if the firmware ever needs updating, see the problem is we're attuned now to getting the Apple updates. Mm. Oh, there's an update. I'll, I'll get it. Mm. That's good for security. But you've got to make sure you're getting firmware updates for mate. You've got mm. more devices than anyone. So you've got, got to make covered. sure yeah. they are updated. Yeah. You yeah. know, Philips Hue's pretty good. It tells yeah. you when yeah. they need updating. I'm a chronic updater. I'm across all those sorts of things. As long as those but, things are updated, yeah. you're pretty safe. People who worry about these sorts of things, and I said this to my neighbour, I said, mate, it'd be a lot harder to hack this system as opposed to throwing a brick through the front window and breaking in. <laughs> you know, so, spot on, actually. You know, at the end of the day, what's there to like, worry about? If you really want to get in... Yeah. If you, you do do that, incidentally, you'll be captured on about six different cameras and I'll receive about eight notifications. Yeah. <laughs> so. and, and listen, he knows people. Okay. So be very, Not very even careful. my meter box lady's uh, safe when she comes to That's check my true. power box. Saw that one. <laughs> I got a notification when they came as well. I just walked around there and went, oh, g'day, no worries. Yeah. They were thinking, how did you know we were here? <laughs> oh, I've got eyes everywhere, ladies. Mm. Uh, this is EFTM, the podcast without Jeff Quattromani. And geez, it feels good in here. So um, we talked, I might have talked a few weeks ago here about Foxtel now, but I've certainly been talking about it at EFTM for a while. Mm. You still have Foxtel? No, I dumped Foxtel. You dumped it? Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, we've got Apple TV, um, we've got a smart TV, which has Do you miss of... anything? No. Uh, look, you know... Sky News? I used to be a huge rugby league fan. Uh, I didn't mind watching the odd rugby league game, particularly involving the Raiders, but look, I've strayed away from the game. So that was the only thing keeping me interested in Fox. And yeah, look, the news services, um, particularly the American news services, yeah. CNN and, and Fox News, when something big happens over there, which tends yeah. to unfortunately happen a lot, I do miss that. But there's ways around that. that you, you can. There's plenty of apps where you can download and watch well, NBC Live, for example. Before I yeah. talk about Foxtel now, yeah. let me give everyone a little tip. Mm. There's an app called Foxtel. Yeah. It's actually the, It used to be called Foxtel Go. Mm. It's called Foxtel. And when you open it up, yeah. you go to live TV, yeah. Sky News plays automatically. Correct. It's only when you change channels that it asks you to log in. That's right, exactly. Sky News is free to watch. Yeah. People just don't realize it. Now, Why is that? A, they probably don't know. And B, yeah. I think they're fine to hook people mm. into the app mm. and see the streaming. Yeah. But they wouldn't, well, they wouldn't do it on any other, any other channel. They wouldn't risk it on any other channel. Now, Foxtel now is the internet version of Foxtel. Mm. It's not a challenge to Netflix because it's not like Netflix. Netflix is only... On-demand content. It's just, you know, an episode of this, an episode of that, a season of this, a season of that. Foxtel has all those things in catch-up. You know, yeah. they've got the box sets of this and they've got all the seasons yeah. of that or whatever. And live But broadcasts. more importantly, it's got live yeah. channels. Yeah. Now, not every live channel is available mm. on the streaming version of Foxtel, Foxtel mm. Now. In fact, CNN's not there. Really? Actually, I, no, I've noticed that. That's yeah, a right, right thing, yeah. 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 So I've been, I ditched Foxtel box six months ago. Mm. I was paying 65 bucks for the IQ3 uh, base package in sport. Mm. $65 was the minimum cost of having a cable into my house yeah. and a box or a satellite into your house mm. and a box. Ditched that, and I'm now paying $39, yeah. and I've got a login, which I can use on five devices. Mm. Two of them can be watching simultaneously. And critically for me, I can have a Chromecast. I've got one on every TV, mm. and I consider, oh, you know what? I'll put that on that TV. Boom. It's up there. Put it on that TV. Boom. 
and um, and so it's really really easy to use, and that's what I love about it. It's just simple to use. But my problem with that is I don't think everyone loves the idea of having their mobile phone as being the control center for everything. Sure. Because what if um, what if I'm on the phone, mm. my wife's not here, and the kids are desperate to watch bloody Nickelodeon. They have to wait for me to get off the phone and use my phone to turn on the Foxtel stream. Mm. You can't do it. You can't start a Chromecast feed without the device. That's correct, yeah. So yeah. the box they've released this week is called Foxtel Now Box. Mm. What a stupid name. Anyway, <laughs> is frankly, actually- I've discovered, having talked about this on the radio all week, Foxtel Now is a stupid name mm. because it's very hard to differentiate between Foxtel and Foxtel Now. Anyway. So a little tiny box. It's behind you over there, Barn. A little, little cylinder thing. They're calling it a puck, basically. Well, that's what it's known as the industry, but they'll never call it that in marketing no. terms. It's, it's a $99 box you mm. buy if and when you sign up to Foxtel now or you just, you've got Foxtel and you want it. 99 bucks. Now, out of the box, it's a Chromecast. Mm. Okay? So first up, it's, a Chromecast is normally 50 bucks. Mm. For an extra 50 bucks, you're getting one, you're getting a box um, that has Chromecast. So what's the extra 50 bucks? It's got an antenna. Mm. You can watch free-to-air channels. Mm. Then you log into your Foxtel Now subscription, and I've got a remote control, a little box, and I can I can browse through the channels just like normal. So if I put this in the lounge room, the kids on a Saturday morning can open it up and watch the kids' channels without me having to be around, without me having to get out of bed. Yeah. So that I think the market for this is is the oldies essentially yeah. who who don't want to have to bother with mobile phones. So you can plug your antenna into the back of yes. this, basically. And so right, the free to air okay. channels appear just yeah. like on Foxtel; sure. they appear. In order. Yeah, yeah. So you've got free-to-air, then yeah. triple-one hits and stuff, then yeah. another free-to-air. Yeah. It's it's all integrated. Mm. And I, look, I, I might be going off early, but I reckon, given that you can now get... And, you know, we were talking about mm. in the man cave here, you know, a big projector. You know, in the lounge room, there's a big TV. Mm. If if you're a rugby league diehard... Mm. And you've resisted Foxtel over the years because it's a hundred bucks. People, that's what people think well, it the is. Two boxes. I was paying one hundred and forty. <laughs> right. So you're paying one hundred and forty, yeah. and you can now get Sport for thirty nine bucks. Yeah. And you've already got, got yeah. Chromecast. You can put it on both TVs. Sure. If you don't have a Chromecast, you can get this box. Yeah. So next season, I reckon the AFL and the NRL will drive big subscriptions to Fox Sports because mm. people don't want to watch it on a little mobile phone at home because that you can't put it on a big screen when you when you've got the Telstra yeah, subscription. Bad. Yeah. So, mate, I reckon Foxtel is going to go gangbusters next season because of this little thing. Question. My um, sister-in-law, she travels for work and gets placed in remote areas a lot and has to stay in hotel rooms. Mm. So, and she, you know, wants to watch, she watches Foxtel, a lot of Foxtel, but on a device. She yeah. shares their parents' account, you know, yeah. however, you get three or four devices, whatever it is. So she wanted to access Foxtel now through a Chromecast. I've got to buy a Chromecast to plug yep. into the hotel TV. Mm. But the parents have a Foxtel box at home. By default, I would have thought that account came with a Foxtel now subscription. So it doesn't. No. Clearly. You've, you've started me on a rant here. Right. Because it's my biggest gripe with I Foxtel. I don't understand that. They are complete idiots. Yeah. So you're, let's say you were still paying $140 mm. for a great subscription and yeah. multiple boxes. You can download the Foxtel app. Yeah, which used to be Go. Correct. Yeah. You can download the Foxtel app and you can log in and you can watch it anywhere. Yeah. But you cannot Chromecast. Can't cast it. Yeah. You can't Chromecast. And so uh, that's, why I, that's why I got rid of the box. Yeah. I got rid of the box not because of the money. I can afford the extra 25 bucks. Mm. No dramas there. Mm. I, I just thought it was disgraceful that the people paying the most money mm. are not allowed to do the coolest thing, which is Chromecast to any TV. What's their justification for that? I mean, there, there, there can't be any. There is <laughs> none. Just, because it's not a right thing. That's just dumb. I'm doing it. Yeah. So, 
the only thing I can think of is that certain channels, for some reason, they don't have the rights to allow that thing. Yeah. yeah. But just restrict those channels for Christ's sake. Exactly. Mate, it is awful. I'd be interested to know, though, how your sister-in-law goes with the Chromecast because the problem with the Chromecast, you've, you've got to have it on a Wi-Fi network. Yeah, so she'd have to be carrying around a little she's dongle. She's taking uh, one of the dongles. She's right. got a really... It's that, oh, look, I don't know. It's it's that square box that you have. Oh, it's, it's behind yeah, you over there, the whatever it's called. The yeah, one of those things, yep. yeah, so she's, um, which is covered by the company that she works for. Yeah, perfect. So, so it's so. great. The only problem is I think the hotel, one of the hotels she stayed in wouldn't allow that much data going across their Wi-Fi network. She was actually tapping into their Wi-Fi network at one ah, point, right, so okay. that's why she had to take the well, router. Well, so you take the router because the Chromecast needs to be set up on the yeah, Wi-Fi exactly. network first. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. So yeah. look, if you're a Foxtel customer paying big bucks yeah. and you're as filthy as me about the yeah. Chromecast thing, Send us a voice bite. Love to hear your aggression. Because uh, I'm going to, I haven't really put it on Foxtel about it. I've just yeah. whinged about it. I just think they're, they're dissing their best customers yeah. and driving them down to the lower price point. Mm. The only disadvantage of this is it's not in 1080 HD. Right. But mate, look at that screen. Mm. It, you're looking at a 120 inch projection of Foxtel, a live sporting match. I reckon it looks pretty good. Right. So the Foxtel now brilliant. that I've tapped into using one of your accounts yeah. at home that I'm casting is mm. not 120. Nope. It's not right. 1080, it's, 1080, it's 720. Sorry, 1080. Yeah, right. And you wouldn't notice. I actually haven't noticed. Well, there you go. I noticed because Foxtel Sport in HD yeah. is the greatest quality high-definition content I've ever watched. Really? It's brilliant. Yeah, right. It's okay. so well done. Yeah. But, mate, I'm mm. not missing a thing here. I mean, yeah. look, I probably can't see the numbers yeah. on, the, on the back of the mate, players as well as you might. Back, I mean, who cares? But, seriously, I can see what's happening. I can watch the Formula 1. It works really well. Yeah. Mate, it's great. Would appreciate and uh, be interested in your views. Gee, on... I'll tell you what, I'm missing Jeff. Are you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Moron. EFTM. EFTM. This is the EFTM podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen, and Jeff Contramani. And we do it thanks to good people at Alcatel. I've uh, got a brand new Alcatel phone to look at this week. It's the A3. Uh, the A3 is going to be 150 bucks. I think you'll find it at Vodafone. Um, it's the, basically the baby brother of the uh, A3 XL, which has been selling in huge numbers for $179. So now for $149, you can get the A3. Alcatel A3 is a small, simple, portable phone, uh, but it has a great look, um, slim design, um, has a fingerprint sensor on the back. It's it's a fantastic phone. You'd be amazed at what you can get for 150 bucks. Uh, if you want to check out the Alcatel A3, you'll find it at Vodafone, but you'll also find it at Alcatel. Just search Alcatel online and then click through for the Alcatel A3. Bodog. Mm. You had a rant this week about parking. Look, I feel like I've had a couple of rants. Like this is our fifth podcast, and I think I launched my last rant was uh, Halloween um, when I was. That's right. You got in strife with some lady from uh, uh, another was, suburb. I was verbally ra- verbally raped. Wow. Basically. But anyway, long story. In an Aldi store too. I, I think it's in episode three. Go back and listen. Catch up. There's a few doing that. I notice. Thanks for the numbers. We appreciate it. Big time. Now look what happened to me, and this is. Um, Look, it depends on the area you live in. If you're in the inner city, you probably won't have such an opinion like I'm about to give you right now. It's about parking at the front of your own home. Okay. Street parking. Look, I live in a new estate. Um, estate sounds wanky, but it's a brand it's new a suburb, mate. subdivision. Good news. Yours is not an estate. It's not a gated community. It's no, just no, a it's not suburb. Like yeah, exactly. It's a brand new it just subdivision. just happens they were all built at the same time. Yeah, in a uh, formerly semi, still semi-rural area. 
uh, of New South Wales. Used to be orchards and farmland. Now it's a beautiful state. Lovely homes and um, no controversy about the uh, yeah. There's a bit of drama when they did that, but anyway, it's going good. That went that got that went away with some advertising dollars. Yeah, it did. Um, anyway, Trev, good luck with that. Uh, <laughs> that'll get back. Uh, good people. I used to work for. Um, look, so basically, there's a childcare centre across the road um, from my house, and we'll be sending my young son, Henry, there. Yep. Um, well, maybe. We'll see what happens. I might stay at home and look after him. You never know. Bloody oath. But anyway, so look, there's a lot of people there at a certain time of day. They all arrive in the morning, drop their kids off, and it's got a car park, but probably only holds about maybe 10 cars, and there's well over 25 kids there on a daily basis. So I've gone out to the shops early one morning, come home. And I didn't want to park in the driveway because I knew my wife was coming home later in the day and it's easy for her to get the kid out of the car and whatever. The kid. The kid. My child. Kids are... It's a baby lamb or something. Go, baby baby lamb. A lamb is a baby sheep, you fucking idiot. Cut that out. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm a dickhead. Anyway. Anyway, so look, what's happened is um, we frequently have issues with people parking in front of our house, which normally I don't mind. But look, I I pulled up to my own home and I thought, you know what? There's a woman tailgating me. I know exactly what spot she's going for. It's the one out the front of my house. I want to park there and I'm going to park there. So I pulled up alongside and uh, did a reverse park into my spot and the woman behind me saw me doing this and assumed that she already had that position secured. I How knew... did she have that position secured? Because She's following she was, she was basically, she was eyeing it as soon as we both came around the corner and the spot was available. And I've seen her park there before. She's got history. Audi Q3. I know who she is. <laughs> anyway, so look, I've when... done that with full knowledge that she wanted to Window park down there. and she, she abused you? Got out of the car and she pulled up alongside me mm-hmm. and said, look, I want to drop my kids off. The car park's full. You knew I was going to park there. I said, look, this is my house. And she said, it's a public road. I said, well, I know. And she goes, you've got a two-car garage and you can probably put two cars in your driveway. Why don't you put it in your driveway? I said, look, my wife's coming home. Sure. Oh, look, I'm trying to justify what I just did. All right, okay? I didn't think it was a crime. So my wife will be home and she's got a lot of gear to carry and it's easier for her to get out of the car. She said, she said well, tell her to park in the garage. I said, look, I'm not having this debate. And then I went inside. She... Uh, did you turn and parked on the other side of the road? No dramas. A mother with a small child, I maybe uh, I did inconvenience her momentarily. But look, hang on, she got a spot on the other side of the road anyway. She parked. I watched her from the front door park on the other side of the road, and which is more convenient to the fucking have, child. She didn't have to cross the road for starters. But look, she's just surely a bitch. in a in suburbia. You have first dibs and priority at the front, Do you know the what? immediate front of your own house. Oh, mate, I don't think that's even the question. Unless here. there's a big party on How in the, the street. How the fuck does she think she's got rights to the parking spot when she's behind I you? I know. I know. And, uh, initially, it's not like you went in forward when she was coming in backwards. To be fair to her, I think initially she thought it was like a shopping centre scenario where I deliberately cut her off. But then when I justified the fact I actually live here and this is my house, and then for her then to tell me and suggest to me I should park into the driveway to make way for her, I just thought, look, no, many, I'm going to hold my ground here. How many cars were in the driveway? There was none. Okay, was I just, could have I put just, in the driveway. Oh no, no! I just, I just thought it'd be hilarious. But knowing if you my still had like and, six cars, and you can accommodate two cars in my driveway, and I could have pulled over to. But knowing my wife, she'd probably hit the car. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't need a press car getting scratched. GC mm. does it drive like Amanda? What do you mean? Can bump park for for Australia? Have you seen our Camry, oh, mate? Have yeah. a, just have a look at the Commodore, mate. <laughs> Every <laughs> corner, yeah, don't you hate that? Every corner and the alloys too. Yeah. Ah, oh, rims. I hate doing rims. Mate, I've done a lot of rims in my time. Yes, I know you did. None one of recently. them mine. Yeah. 
<laughs> look, it's only a minor thing. Just cost a couple of thousand to replace. Um, but look, you know, look. I don't I, know. Oh, I, am I a prick? I no, felt mate. bad. Did you? Yeah, I did. Like the, you, the, she you, was an infant. The you, kid would have been one. Do you often feel bad after a Barney like that? I always feel bad after Barneys. Generally. Even if I'm right, I don't like confrontation. I used to work for someone who loved confrontation. I never loved it. Did you work in radio? Used to work in radio. Yeah. But anyway, look, look, you're entitled to park out the front of your house. I think so. Um, oh, you know what? But you mate, know what I do do? Look, I someone has a, a boat parked out the front of their house next door permanently. It's permanently at the front of their house. So there's no chance of ever parking behind that boat. Back to my driveway. There's there there'd be two car spaces. I park right in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> So, full disclosure. The worst human. But sometimes I need to put the bins out as well, so I need to create Was that in this bins. situation as well? No, the bins, it wasn't bin night. No, but was there any, was there room for a second car? Mm. She had a big, uh, the Audi Q3 is fairly big and I had a Kia Sedem. Probably was. But, you know what, in, in saying that, the reason why I do that, a lot of that uh, uh, all the time is because there's a large tree on the nature strip. So, if someone in the passenger side is trying to get out, the door is obscured by the tree. So, you sort of have to park covering two spaces. Mate. Yeah, fuck the woman. Seriously, it's my house. <laughs> Park on the other side. EFTM's the hashtag. Get us on Twitter. Hit us up with a voice bite. Uh, is Bowen a complete prick? Probably. Probably. Woo! Wrong drugs, Bowie! Woo! Oh... Disco wow. pills, baby. What the hell are we on? Listen, um, I, I don't think this is a rant. Mm. Well, I had a situation today. I, um, as you know, I appear, everyone voted yes. It's over. I appear, I appear on the Today Show. Oh, you do. That's right. Now and then, yeah. and um, uh, this morning, because of um, this phenomenal um, ABS announcement. Mm. I was required to do the Today Show at, at 10 past 8 mm. and then hang around until 11.20 for mm. the Today Extra program, right. 11.30 for the Today Extra program, which was doing a, a Brisbane-only show so that it could be live. Anyway, long story short, I had to sit around mm. for three hours. Mm. I've got no dramas with that because I've got no life. No, that's I don't true. have a you job. plenty of I'm time. Good. Yeah, and you love being on TV, so you'll do anything. Mate, you'll sleep there. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I've taken my laptop, no dramas. Yeah. So here's how it works mm. in in the world of TV. I love it, but I don't. Ta- I'm not a massive snob. I don't. Every morning when I get there, I don't go. I'd like bacon and eggs on toast, thank you, and a guava juice. Yeah, we've smashed avocado. They that know. Bullshit. I just want a bottle of water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I want. You're a simpleton. I just need a bottle of water, so mm. I can have. I can have a, a yeah. not a dry throat when I get on. Yeah. Um. But then when I'm waiting three hours, I thought I might. Oh, I might get some some bricky. Mm. Oh, again, mm. I just want some toast. Toast. Yeah. So. I'll ring. Not even a crumpet, just toast. I rang up and said, listen, can you just, can, do you mind? I'm here for three hours. Yeah. No rush at mm. all. Mm. Um, can you get me some Vegemite on toast? Yeah. No dramas. Be yeah. there soon. Like 10 minutes later, yeah. beautiful girl came in um, with a little paper bag with yeah. a tray in it and toast on it. Puts yeah. it down. Thank Very good. Brilliant. Yeah. Excellent. I'm yeah. finishing off something I'm doing. Mm. Mate, I'll pull out the tray, yeah. the plate, the paper plate mm. with the toast on it. Mm. And firstly just like it's soy and linseed or something. It's got seeds all through the bread. Mm. I feel like that's that's an assumption about someone's bread consumption habits that, that is going too far. Mm. I'm it's a white you, bread mate. man. Are you pu- Listen, really? I've moved on from white years ago. I mean, I'm happy kid. with wholemeal, right? Wholemeal's good. I can eat wholemeal. Mate, wholemeal is what I requested you know today. You the pumpkin bread. It's no, actually you orange. You stick your pumpkin. No, that's just stupid. It's nice. What I'm saying is, firstly... It felt like a big assumption to say, I'm going to eat this corn seeded. Like, it looked like it had corn in it. Yeah, like, it was yeah, full on. Yeah. 
Anyway, I've had it before. I knew I could do it, mm. and I am doing my best health-wise, so I thought it'd be okay. Mm. But that was not the problem. Mm. This Vegemite mm. was layered on yeah. like someone who, who was putting peanut butter on bread. Mm. Mm. Now, I've seen this before in America. People mm. don't know how to use Vegemite. They mm. spread it on so thick, and it tastes awful because it's, you're not meant to have that. Exactly, Mate, is... Is is there a point where too much where there's too much Vegemite? That's my question to you. It's a cafe in Piedmont um, where we both used to work. Used to work in radio. <laughs> Sorry to keep saying that. I'm not bitter. Um, I actually resigned. Um, they had a chart system on the wall. Like, you know, when you go in and get a number one haircut or a number two or a number three, they had different shades of Vegemite. I think there's three I've levels. I've seen that for toast. Yeah. No, this is for Vegemite. <laughs> So That's they awesome. Have, they have three levels. So this is Which what they need. Studio 4? Studio 4, it's called. I'm going there. So, you know, it is, you know, dark, darker, and just black. So this was, mate, if there's, if there's five levels, this was level four. Yeah, right. Could have been just more around the edges. But in the in, in 60% mm. of the bread was, was unsighted mm. because it was that thick. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't believe. But what about the, the Vegemite to butter ratio or margarine? Well, it wasn't visible for a start. Right, okay. I mean, there was probably something on it. But sometimes it can mix well. Butter, for a start, you can get stuffed. I'm a, really? I'm a margarine man. No, you're an idiot. Butter's much better for you. I don't give a fuck how good it is for you. I don't much like the better. taste of I mean, it. Read the ingredients on margarine. Who There's gives about a shit? It tastes great. No, butter. I love it. Butter is just salt and whatever. It, mate, Milk. margarine Milk. tastes great. Yeah. That's why I like it. You're an idiot. Anyway, I'm just suggesting... There is absolutely a point where there's too much Vegemite is enough. And how does yeah. someone get a job in a cafe mm. s- spreading that much Vegemite by default? Yeah, stupid. Look, you'd have to wonder just historically how Vegemite actually ever came about. I mean, because really, yeast. when you f- well, it's, it, it was made extra. from well, it's yeast. Actually. I think it was made from um, brewers' yeast, which was left over from the breweries. And I think Vegemite in Australia came about because we had Marmite and there was a shortage of Marmite during the Depression, so we had to create our own formula. That's how it happened. Are you taking the piss? No, it's true. It, well, Marmite was the leading brand. Vegemite was introduced because there was a shortage of Marmite. Vegemite didn't sell very well for a number of years, and then they introduced the marketing campaign with a jingle, and it took off, and the rest is history. And, now, and now it's back in Australian Vegemite hands, by the way. Bigger, bigger Vegemite it is now, not Kraft. Australian owned. Have they changed the label? Yeah, I think they have. Oh. Yeah, don't ever sing again. But, I mean, <laughs> sitting, who would, like, can, you know, knock up that formula and go, do you know what? That tastes all right. Because, honestly, if you'd never tasted Vegemite before, you'd go, what the fuck is well, that? If you'd handed to this shit that I was, I mean, it was lovely. Yeah, I, I ate it. But yeah. if it was handed to you like that, of course it's yeah, going to be exactly. awesome. There's yeah. a great clip of uh, Russell Crowe on with Jimmy Fallon. Yes, I've seen on, it. And yeah. where he says, mate, just let me show you. And he, yeah. he shows him that you're not meant yeah, to spread yeah, it thick. That's not jello. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, where did it come from? It reminds me of the um, uh, classic Billy Connolly line. Mm. Who discovered you get milk from cows? And what was he doing at the time? <laughs> That's a good one. I, I mean, haven't you know, heard that. Yes. Seriously. I know. You think about things in life <laughs> over all the years yeah. and you go, fuck, really? <laughs> He's a funny place. He took a look at a cow. I'm not a fan. And we, hang on a minute. Let's have a suck. Let's have a, let's have a pull on that one. <laughs> Maybe that's where the term Paul the other one came from. A dickhead's drinking camel milk. (laughs) Seriously. Goat's milk. Morons. Um, Yeah, let's get some bloody milk from almonds. You know what? I read somewhere once that almond milk, in fact, it isn't even a milk. There's there's some... Well, it's just a juice, isn't it? There's a legal thing going on where 
there's a debate about what actually should be called milk. Well, hang on, is soy milk a milk? Well, that's another one. I don't know. You could add that to well, the you list. Milk, are they milking soybeans now? Oh, oh, Mate, they're just crushing them and they get more fucking juice. actually. No, you can, it's remember like when, skim milk. Remember when So Good came out the fucking other day? So good on your cereal, so good Mate, as a kid. You know me, I'm pretty picky when mm. it comes to food. Yeah. Skim milk, out. Yeah, like if I pour, oh, no, we drink it exclusively. If I pour and it's like looks watery, I'm like fucking skim. No, but you shit. want light milk, not skim milk. No, light it's you different. can get fucked as well. Okay, fair enough. But here's here's how picky I you am. You can't foam it up properly for coffee, mate. I don't drink coffee. We often run out of milk. Yeah. When mate, when you've yeah, had yeah. more kids and you realise oh, these little yeah. fuckers, they drink milk every morning. <laughs> they're little fuckers, yeah, they're good kids. <laughs> Trevor's kids, kids are the little fuckers, not the fuckers, <laughs> the fuckers. But they, that's a lot of milk, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, mate. I get pretty angry in the morning yeah. if there's no milk. You I'll need to buy honest. long life milk, like 60 this boxes. Is, this is what I'm getting at. Which We always have mm. a, a carton of like Devendale long life yeah, milk yeah. in the cereal drawer. Mm, mm. So Amanda goes, just have that. I'm like, nah. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> well, you can't drink it. Nah. Can't drink yeah, it. Yeah, no, it doesn't taste the same. There's Thank you. It. But it's an in case of emergency break glass scenario. In case of emergency, I'm driving to the shops. Tell you what the best milk is. Farmhouse gold. Oh, my God. What? It's actually got the cream on top like they used to have in the glass bottles. Like, it's full, full cream. It's probably 15% fat. It is, the... mate. It's milk. Yeah, but it's mate, you've got to get hold of it. I'm telling you, you're a milk fan, obviously. Get farmhouse gold milk. I'm not sure I could do it. That's like people saying to me, I love chocolate, and they go, oh, you've got to have dark chocolate. It's amazing. I'm like, no, fuck, no, no, it's, it's awful. Yeah, I know. I agree. That's just stupid. <laughs> too, too much cocoa. But, well, hang on. So, how is, good full, for how is this... Uh, a, like creamy milk going to be any any good for my palate? Remember my uh, well, yeah, I'm just palate? I'm assuming because you don't like light milk, you like the fat content, uh, which is basically the my, cream. Just because I'm fat doesn't mean I like fat content. I, I just like it. the taste. Yeah, you know your fat problems aren't because of fat; it's more because of sugar. Oh fucking thanks! So Fitz. you can drink all the milk you want, and, and it's the sugar content that I'm worried about. Well, you got a fucking you got a box of biscuits sitting on your table here, which which by the way. Are not empty. I love how they say on shapes, baked, not fried. <laughs> Read how much shit's in it. These are the chicken crimpy. <laughs> Flavour you can see. Oven baked with about a thousand grams hey, of carbohydrates. Mate, and These and are healthy. Listen to this. No artificial colours, no added preservatives, and foil wrapped for freshness. Mm. They've got to be good for you. What were we talking about, Vegemite? I can't find any reference. I actually can't find any. Oh, there it is. Any reference to what's uh, what's good about them. Mate, these are fine. Did, wasn't there some drama? Didn't they change, they changed the, recipe? the recipe? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they went back. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah morons. Mate, these, these contain flour. That's good. <laughs> of course good it point. does. It's a biscuit. I'm not going to read all the ingredients because okay. you'll bag me heavily. Yeah, it's but also no, boring. no, mate. Um, let's be clear. Yeah. Uh, well, before we break, um, mm. Fitbit challenge wise. Oh, mate, yes. You yeah. are, you've lost the most. Well, you are doing very well. You've lost, what, four or five kilos? Oh, it's five officially, but it's really, I think it's really like four. Yeah. Um, I've, I've hit 101 yeah. for the first time in years. Because I remember I said the first week, I said, look, I plateau. Yeah, yeah I remember. I've just never been able to gain more than 105. Mm. So I just count 105 as my starting mm. point. Um, but, you know, I was 106 when mm. we first weighed in. I, you know, I've seen 108, 101.8, 101.7. I'm on, I'm in the FM radio mm. band again, mm. right? Mm. So, uh, mate, I'm not sure I'm going to be 99 within two weeks, mm. but I'm oh, I'm on I'm on the way down. Now what's this? Just moving? Um, is it diet? You no. Know, well, so remember, I'm just drinking because I'm drinking, looking. I'm looking at your steps, and you're not. You know, I think you're running second or third. Yeah, but mate, I'm doing. I used to do two and three thousand steps. Yeah. Now I'm doing eight or ten. Sure. Yeah. Right. So I'm definitely moving more. Yeah. I'm not eating chocolate yeah. en masse, but, yeah. you know, I, I will have a nibble, like we said, yeah. the Halloween candy. It's yeah. still, still a bit around. Yeah. So I've had a bit of that. Um, I, I think it's great. Mate, I, mean, I would normally, this box of shapes, I could smash that in a oh, day. Oh, easy, yeah. That's been One here for sitting. four days. Yeah, yeah, right. 
I, I stop for petrol. I don't buy so a Mars crap. bar. Yeah. 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 Uh, mate. Just cut the crap. I'm not on. I don't drink any sugary I drinks. I like what Jeff says. It's not just mathematics. It's like literally. It's not about burning more calories. No, but it is. You, oh, I guess it is. It essentially way. is. All I'm doing mm. is not eating as much shit. Mm. Like, but dinner, right? Mm. I will have. I don't. I'm, I'm still having a big bowl of spaghetti bolognese, yeah. same size. I'm like going, oh, good portion size. But I'm also, mate. I can easily, probably mm. because of my retained weight, I can easily get through on two two good meals in a day. Yeah. So yesterday, I knew we we're having a big lunch. Yeah. So I, just, I didn't have breakfast. You I just skipped. had a big lunch. Yeah, so that's, that's bad, skipping breakfast. Mate, how's that bad? Oh, your metabolism. I don't Fucking know. metabolism. What a load of shit. Yeah, I know. Your body starts to store fat to save for later or something. Well, mate, then you, then you fucking walk it off. Yeah. Well, mate, let me tell you. I think that's great. You've done well. You're almost you're almost weighing the same as me, um, which is concerning because you're a bit taller than me. These Fitbit Ionics, which we started on I'm- five weeks ago... I don't know if it's growing on you. It's growing on me. I no. am surprised. You, I'll get to your. You've obviously hmm. got a criticism. How many people are still uh, yet to see someone pay for something using a watch? Oh, everywhere I go, and uh, apart from the inner city, where obviously a lot of people have these, it's not getting as much attention. But out where I live, even the service station just down the road um, tonight, blown away by the fact. He goes, "Oh, is that an Apple Watch?" I said, "No, it's a Fitbit." Yeah, contactless um, payments. Oh, I'm I'm cool with that. Um, really happy with the payment thing uh, when it works. Mm. I'll just see if mine's actually working now because the passcode thing just stopped working. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so here's my problem mm. with the Fitbit Ionic. Uh, as I've said before, uh, it's only fifty dollars less than an Apple Watch. So I don't know why you'd buy it. Without that, but, but that doesn't include the SIM. Yeah, but that, so that you don't need a SIM to get all the fitness. Yeah, capabilities I know, if you get an Apple, the Apple Watch. Watch, you want that extra function. This band is rubbish. Yeah, the band's like crap. it catches on itself. It's yeah, hard to clip yeah, on. That's yeah. rubbish. So you have got to pay more for a better you band. Need to get the leather one. Mine. Okay. I'm in the middle of a walk last night. It just I looked at my watch and it just got the Fitbit logo on it and yeah. it fucking rebooted. Yeah, see, I haven't. Had oh, those I issues. struggle to sync it when I want to. Really? Like in the morning, I go, "Can you sync now? I want yeah, to see right. my sleep." It doesn't sync very well. So is that because you're using so many different phones? <laughs> like you change phones a lot. Come on, mate. That's not. The you reason. do change phones a lot. Well, oh, look, it, look, it doesn't do a whole lot to be honest. Um, like in terms of a smart, for me, and I've never owned a smartwatch. I want the functionality that the Apple Watch gives you: the apps, the Facebook, the Twitter. The, You'd go nuts with to your be able smart to respond to to use Siri. I mean, you know, so that's the the holy grail for me. But you know, it's a handy little device, but it's probably a tad overpriced. Uh, in mm. comparison to the Apple it's very, Watch. It's the best Fitbit I've seen, though. Yeah, absolutely. Um, people criticise its looks. I don't have a problem with it. It's not the no, most... I like it. It's pretty stylish. Not, yeah, it's pretty inoffensive. But anyway, all right. Th- that's our thoughts. You're listening to the EFTM Podcast, uh, episode five. <laughs> So, um, plane nerds, I don't know if you saw this story on EFTM mm. during the week, but Emirates, we, I'm pretty sure we've both never flown first class, right? No. Okay. So, still a bucket list item. <laughs> One day. Mate. You'll get there on points. That'll be the no, first I, time I you go first. I've points pretty good. Do you? Yeah, I, don't, I just don't accumulate. Yeah, right. I, I, I mean, I'll do an upgrade on a domestic yeah. flight just because it's nice. But so I, I treat myself. I don't look. I've looked. I've flown business class, and we do tend to do that, particularly when we're flying internationally, because mm. you know, often you get flown to like New York, and you're there for yeah, two days. Two days. Yeah, you got to work. And so you have to, you know, sleep 100%. properly and work on the plane, like you do. I don't necessarily. I just drink heavily. Um, and look, you take a quick squeeze at first class. Is it that good? I mean, it's really. 
Really? My, is my, the food that much better? I would never pay for it. No. A, because food's not important to me. Yeah. In, in that, you know, I'm, I don't want to have a certain chef and all that kind of bullshit. Yeah. Um, I think business class is first class from 20 years ago, like the big, yeah, you yeah. Know, big seats and all that kind of yeah. space. Yeah. Emirates this week launched a brand new cabin in their triple sevens, mm. yep. right? Now, in yep. a in a plain terms, uh, you know, an economy cabin is often, um, you know, three, four, three. So mm. three seats an aisle, four seats an aisle, mm. three seats. Mm. Up in um, business class, it might be one, two, one, or two, two, two. Yep. Um, in first class, in their new cabin, it's one, one, one. Mm. So one seat on the window, one seat on the other window, and one seat in the middle with an aisle either side. But in first class, it's a cabin. Yeah. Like it is a self-enclosed cabin with a wall, floor-to-ceiling door, yeah. sliding door. There's been cabins before, but it's never to the ceiling. Oh, and I think there's cabins still, like uh, the residence. Oh, of in, course. In, You've got the res- which are but, rooms. But the thing yeah. here is, that, and that, I think those are so big, there's only one one and one. Yeah, that's so right. So they're, they're like... There's two. They're up the pointy yeah. end, and there's yeah. just two, two of them an aisle down the middle. Yeah. So this Emirates plane, uh, let's just talk about the cabin before mm. we talk about the crazy shit. Um, you know, it's a floor to ceiling mm. um, sliding door. Mm. There's a friggin' pantry entry, yeah. like so they can slide down a little hatch. <laughs> not and those put things your at the service in. station at yeah, night, like in old um, yeah. hotels. Isn't it a tad antisocial? Oh. <laughs> it's like you're in prison. You want the antisocial? You want you want uh, cabin service? You press a video. There's monitor. a video. You link. can video yeah, call the fucking cabin staff. Wow. Um, there's a massive TV. Um, it's all like Mercedes inspired, apparently. Yeah, the S class. You can choose yeah. the the color of the lighting. Like it's full on. Yeah. Full on. A lot of buttons. But in the middle, mm. you got no window. Mm. Now, that's a deal breaker for Trev. <laughs> Particularly with that sort of coin. De- deal breaker. Yeah. Oh, mate, I'll be, I'll be spewing in no time if there's a bit of turbulence. Yeah. I need to be able to see out the window. Oh, get so it's for that, really? I just like the window. I, don't, <clears throat> no. I never get sick. Really? Yeah. Oh, mate, I'm, I'm you, up and under it. Have you flown backwards? Yeah. Oh, you know oh, what? Etihad? I, I put the monitor on yeah. with the plane, with the view, the uh, camera looking from the tail. Mm. Fixes it. That's okay. Yeah, because it it makes my my head yeah. think I'm going forwards. Yeah, I thought it'd drive me crazy. It didn't. It was alright. No, I've yeah. done it on United and, and Eddie. It's fine. Yeah. So in this Emirates plane, they've put window yeah. circles yeah. with TV screens in them, mm. like a projected mm. view of the outside. So there are cameras, I guess, in the underbody or in the side of this plane, yeah. streaming a real time view <laughs> into the fucking cabins. That's crazy, isn't it? But it's not just like three windows with the same picture in them. Yeah. It's like at that side you can see that the wing so it's perfectly and, 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 calibrated yeah, to the position in, you, in the middle. The plane. Yeah. I don't think it's. I think probably every cabin's oh, got the exact same view. But in the, the there's the wing, there's the baggage stuff, and there's the gate. You can, yeah, like right, you're okay. seeing different things in each window. Yeah, and it looks amazing yeah. from the pictures I've seen. Do you know what made me think about? Imagine, just imagine, economy in yeah. ten years from now, that the whole wall was just a projected screen. Yeah. It looked like you had no. It looked like there was no walls. That'd be freaky, Trev. Do you, would you still sit on the window? No. I want a glass bottom plane. That'd be cool. <laughs> but then there's cargo underneath, isn't there? But that again, the floor could be projected. Yeah, exactly. Because there's there's cameras that look down. Wouldn't it be freaky if it crashed and you know an error message came up? Hit control, hold delete. <laughs> <laughs> No, but that is great. I don't think virtual windows are worth the money. I'd still yeah. want. I'd I wonder like to if see it in action to see how convincing it is. Like, oh, if, if you're it actually tricks your body. If you're listening, Emirates, yeah. happy to see it. Oh, action. yeah, good luck. We'll provide a full review. What's a first class airfare to Abu Dhabi, for example? I mean, you're looking at 10 grand or something. Oh, it'd be 15. Is it? I oh, think it'd be 15, Jesus. 20. For sure. Who pays that? Well, very, very rich people. I love business class. It's pretty good. Look, look, honestly, we do sound like workers. And 
we are to a certain extent. But a lot of my mates have never flown business class. It you actually grow used to it. Like the novelty does wear off. Yeah. Like the, the, sure, put it this you, way: you lie flat, right, yeah. and you can have a sleep. It's not as comfortable as what you think. No, no, it's it's not you like you can't a bed. roll over and curl up in a ball. No, because I'm a side sleeper. Yeah, I, exactly. I sleep on my side with a head, with an arm under the pillow yeah, and a kind of right. leg curled up. Yeah. You can't do that in yeah. business class. Yeah, it's not as comfortable as you Look, think. Look, the only benefit is you're not crammed up against someone you don't know. Um, the food's 100 percent better, obviously. Um, and you get a little but bit see, more I'm, space. I am so I'll I'll happily admit I'm a business class snob. I'll get to the point where I'm on like a United flight yeah. and they've got the USB port and the head phone jack are behind you yeah, yeah, yeah. up here and you're like how the fuck am I meant to get to that yeah. should be here well, what about when you get on the, bad layout the Airbus equivalent to the 777 what's that the A320 maybe um, I can't remember what it was called um, it doesn't have overhead bins in the middle aisle so you have to you have to reach for the opposite you know the really? on the window so if you're sitting in the middle there's no overhead bin this is in business class and the seats oh, right. are very ordinary in Etihad or? Uh, that's Etihad, yeah. I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, so that's thought, the so They've got bins that go up into the roof. You don't notice they're there. Did no, you just not realise they the were fr- fucking there, mate? No, there are no bins through the centre of the Airbus equivalent to the 777, which I think is the A. Maybe it's A340. Google it. A330, that's right. Yeah, something like that. There you go. I don't know. We are bit, we're, we're snobs with travel, but we do. And it, we, Bowen, Bowen was right earlier. Mm. And let's be clear, when mm. we... when. Yeah, you know, there are times like we fight America for we'll the economy. economy because yeah. we're trying to take more people so yeah. that we can make something of it. But exactly. mate, when I fly, if I fly to New York for mm. two days on the ground, yeah. mate, it's you yeah. can't you can't be ready yeah. to be awake, let yeah. alone exactly. sane yeah. when you hit the ground. Mm. Um, we don't want your views on us being snobs. Okay, so don't Jeff's the biggest snob, and that's my, mate. He he he, he looks a, like a snob. He, he, he talks like a snob. Yeah, he fucking drinks like a snob. Yeah. Like he's got I, a wine certification, like a snob. I don't know how he got into my world. I just like normally my mate, vetting process. Him in. I'm sorry, mate. Would yeah. have got rid of that. Your vetting process. <laughs> I don't know how he slipped under the radar. He's a good bloke. I brought him under my wing. You did. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's because of you. So I trust you. Mm. But we've, we've had I that experience Jeff. before. That that's not an uncommon thing, right? Yeah, we've that's been in true. we've yeah. been in circles before where yeah. we get yeah. led into the circle because one person in the circle yeah. has some trust. Yeah, it's called pick and stick. Pick and stick. It we normally it. works. There are some people that have completely fucked that up, but <laughs> others yeah. know exactly what's going on. And yeah. we here at EFTM, pick mm. and stick. Yeah. We're one big happy family. Yeah. It's going to be a big year next year. I can't wait. That's going to be huge. Mm. Jeff might not be involved. but nah, he will be. No, nah, you fine. never know. Mm. He'll, he'll have to go through an application process. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen, and Jeff Contramani. <laughs> Let's make him redundant. <laughs> he has to apply for his own job again. Restructure like the ABC. Yeah, good news. EFTM doesn't have redundancy. We're like those, you know, those, <laughs> you know those those businesses that go broke and the government has to bail yeah, them out. Exactly. Yeah, fuck, yeah, I've got get, no funds ready for you. Five cents yet. in the dollar. Yeah. <laughs> no entitlements. <laughs> now there was a study out this week from Netflix. Yes. Talking about where people use mm. their phones to watch Netflix. Mm. Like fifty nine percent of people uh, watch Netflix out of home, which <laughs> it's that high. Well, that didn't surprise me. Oh, 59. You know, 34% of people use it while they're commuting. Yeah. I was going to say mainly commuters, surely. 32% use it in a cafe. Yeah. 8% use it in a public toilet. Ah. Mate. Everyone public, looks at their phone in a public toilet. Toilet etiquette mm. in, Every, in a business yeah. and, and in, in public mm. toilets proper mm. is, it's just fucking awful, mate. Yeah. Some people mm. are pigs. Mm. 
Mate, who well, takes talk, phone calls? Yeah, that's wrong. Start? Being on the phone, the who toilet takes phone is wrong. calls? Standing at a yeah. pisser. Yeah, mate. If I, my phone rings in the toilet, I, 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 you just don't answer. It's as simple as that. And you know what? The, and it was raised by one of our mates recently. I think in this day and age, given how you can receive notifications on your watch, through your phone, anywhere, you don't need your phone on. It should always be silent. I agree. The buzz is enough. Yeah, maybe. Turn, everyone turn your phones off. I'm sick of hearing a fucking phone ring. My wife won't touch my phone. Because it's been flagged. What does that mean? Seinfeld episode. It's been in the toilet. Oh. <laughs> it's been in the room. Not in the fucking water. Phones are it's very... Been, it's been within the bathroom. They're very germy. She knows I take my phone in there in the morning. Yeah. It's the first thing you do. Mm. Sit down and look through the world. You do, you know. But people... What's eight, your, what is your first news source in the morning? Twitter. Yeah, I, it's Facebook or Twitter for me. Mate, I go... By the time I've had a shower, yeah. I've looked at Twitter, yeah. notifications on Instagram, yeah. notifications on Facebook, not scrolled through them, yeah. checked emails and probably archived most of them, yeah. um, and I'm ready to go. You know what I wake up to every morning? I mean, I get a lot of notifications through you know, the Sydney Morning Herald, for example, two minutes ago, I just got a result from the Socceroos match, which is on right now. Isn't it depressing, though, you, you've got them off? I mean, you wake up every morning and it'll be, you know, Rampage in the US, six dead. Every that's how I get my news. Turn that shit off. The first thing I wake up is something depressing like that. I don't follow the news. Don't you? I just follow Twitter. Right. It's like the other day we were talking about the, um, you know, sexual harassment allegations against different people because we we chat online in, in a group and I made a comment I think about Kevin Spacey or Louis C.K. one being worse than the other mm. and someone said, mate, did you read what Kevin Spacey did to such and such? And mm. I'm like, no, fucking mm. I didn't. Mm. I take that back. He's he's a pig. Different ball game. But do you know what I mean? I like I don't follow. Mm. I don't, mate. I don't ever go to a newspaper website to read the news. Yeah, no, ever. I do. I read the paper, <laughs> the virtual um, edition of the paper, the Telegraph, every day. So back to the topic. Eight yeah. percent um, of people mm. watch Netflix in a public toilet. Right now, there's a couple of things. <laughs> that's there. just sick. Firstly, I hope you got headphones on. Yeah. Because that's just weird. Yeah. Like, imagine hearing a TV show. What are you next watching? Cubicle. And, and for how long? Yeah, but that's the other thing, right? Now, I'm going to declare, yeah. have wasted time just waiting in a cubicle at work during the Penske file era. <laughs> so you're trying to avoid people or just appear to be somewhere else. Just, mate, when you, when, you, when you need to be at work but don't need to do any work, it's a good place to do it. I used to go to the toilet at work and someone would see me going in there and avoid me. Oh, of course. Okay, sorry, I wasn't catching on. But, mate, phone calls in the toilet. I don't know why people do it. Listening to music, taking, like your phone rings in the fucking toilet. Who mm. takes it? Yeah, I know. But if you, okay, so where have you watched, uh, like, a stream I don't, video I'm, content? I'm, no, I do not watch any streaming content on my phone. Uh, what would, if you're flicking through uh, even on a Twitter and there's a video? Oh, yeah, of course, things like that. But I wouldn't. On the Brasco? Yeah, I probably have. At home. Not in a public, never, ever in a public What's place. What's GC's view on Unless the phone Unless there's the something toilet? very fucking big happening. And I well, just zip want to up ca- and go and watch it somewhere else, mate. Yeah, I suppose. But Netflix. I actually considered using it today um, because we had to go for a, a drive and the yes-no verdict was about to be handed down. And I wanted to watch a live feed of it. And I actually said, can you drive? I want to watch this. I want to see everyone's reaction. What did you use to watch it? Uh, we ended up, I ended up listening to radio coverage. Freeview FV, FV, mate. Yeah. Have exactly. you got that? It's no, the, I haven't. It's the app to, do, I've heard to watch about all it. the free views. Yeah, 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 yeah. I should get that. What you've just heard about, you just brushed it. No, I was just had made my life's very busy. Is it? Yeah. So Earlier just, you said you weren't very busy. No, it's busy in other ways, like, you know, raising a child's hard work. Is it really? You know, and my wife's helping. She's doing a good job. <laughs> very good job. 
Don't ever keep track of uh, how many nappies you've changed, guys. Yeah, yeah. Giving you that advice once work. today. I don't know why. No, she doesn't care, mate, okay. because she pushed the thing out. Anyway, we're talking about Netflix. Um, yeah, you don't stream content. I just don't. No, I can't stand watching stuff on a small screen, even on a plane. Like, I know it's great you can download stuff to your iPad yeah. now. Stan as well have that feature. Yeah. I think that's great. But Not on a phone, though. I can't just unless I can't you've got hold a, unless something you've got a case with, a, with a stand. Like yeah, exactly. They're good. I don't watch anything on planes generally anyway. The screens are always crap, even in business class. Resolution's terrible. Mate, I never watch the in-flight no, entertainment. I just listen to music. No, I just watch my own content on yeah. iPad. Yeah. And then put music on and go to sleep. Yeah. I put white noise from <clears throat> cab- cabin noise. I'll turn on so the, the app called... Have you got noise-cancelling sl- headphones with, with, with cabin, cabin noise? noise? yeah. So I've, well, you're a fucking idiot. For 14 hours, I'm just basically off-grid. Like, seriously. It's gold. I love it. I just love it. White noise. I don't want to hear any noise apart from when I'm being served and they want to give me some food. I just need white noise. Cabin noise. Cabin hum. So it sounds like I'm the only person Are on the plane. Are you taking the piss? No, I'm not. With noise-cancelling headphones, yeah, because they're not you that... listen to the fucking cabin. You can still hear stuff with noise-cancelling headphones. It doesn't cut out everything. Like human speech. That's just everything. Everything. You said everything. Did I say everything? Jesus. You said everything. Sorry. You've you got to out? raise a fucking child, mate. Yeah. Sadly, you're listening to the EFTM podcast. I'm not sure I want people's views on whether we want Jeff back. Yeah, what? look, um, most basically we're trying to be a breakfast radio show and usually they come in trios. <laughs> trios? Oh, I guess not Sydney. Maybe the drive shows in generally in general do. Um, yeah, I guess in Sydney, not not so much the case. Mate, he might be like I don't know the link guy or something, but yeah, like the, the what do they call him? The you know the button pusher, the giggles or you know what was Hamish and Andy's equivalent? Oh yeah, Jack. Yeah, giggling Jack. Giggling Jack. Yeah, cackling Jack. Yeah, I used to be sort of one of those guys. You're on the radio. Yeah, it was good times. No. I'm nervous though, Barn. Mm. As we wrap up the show, I'm nervous mm. to ask people mm. for their feedback on whether or not Jeff should. Like, let's play yeah. this like Survivor. So next week, we've already agreed next week, Jeff's not here mm. because he's not on the road trip. He didn't make the cut yep. for the Brisbane to Barossa road trip. Mm. So we will uh, maybe, uh, I don't know, Wednesday night, mm. Tuesday night, we'll record a podcast. Mm. Um, Probably in Albury. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Okay, should we do it in front of an audience? In case you missed out, we're driving a Tesla X from Brisbane to Adelaide, just because you can these days. Fucking, that's what we do. We hope. Yeah. <laughs> we hope. Also, if you see a Tesla Model X uh, broken down on the side of the road, uh, come come say hi. I've floored it too many times. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Jeff won't be here next week. Mm. So essentially, we've got two weeks mm. to impress the audience mm. and get enough positive feedback mm. that makes us realise. This shit could just be us. A couple of things on Jeff. Look, I think he adds a certain level of intelligence. No, um, I th- actually, I think he adds, adds a level of stupidity. Yeah, he adds a lot of stupidity that he's not aware of. Yeah. So, like, we, you know, we're laughing at him, not with him, um, which is good. He's that's got the a, best, he's, That's the best form of laughter. He's got a it? strange form of personality that you could liken to certain, you know, personality diseases, um, <laughs> which I, I think is great. Uh, <laughs> and I really enjoy it. It's probably why I like it because he's just a weirdo. Um, he's knowledgeable, you know, he, he, he knows his tech just as well as you do. You've got, hey, hey, hey. He, he's no chance of appearing on the Today Show or anything like that. Yeah, not that nice. Um, even though he'd stab you in the back in the heartbeat. Um, but look, look, I think we need him, um, as much as I love you, merely just to take the piss out of the bloke. Okay. Yeah. 
look, it's always good to take out your grievances on someone else. Yeah, yeah. and we've, Mate, we've I walk away weirdly, after a session like this. it's just therapeutic for me. Yeah, weirdly, I feel like a better we've person. We've kind of moved on from that. Yeah, we've pretty much yeah, spent been, twenty years <laughs> taking the piss out of each other. Been we've, through that. Yeah. <laughs> Been there, done that. We've pretty much exhausted the yeah. piss that you can take out of each other. Yeah. So we needed a new target. Does that mean, yeah. though, in like five years, he'll be expendable and we'll find another target? Oh, yeah, he's always expendable. Look, he'll never be in the... In, there's, there's, circles. Yeah, there's circles. There's circles. It's like an onion, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. nowhere near the no, fucking no, centre. No, 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 no. He's, <laughs> he's way on the outside. Oh, Jeffy boy. He's going to be listening to this too. You yeah. know, wherever he is, New Zealand. Mate, he'll be sitting there waiting. It's, it's fucking one o'clock in the morning. He'll get a notification <laughs> and he'll be like, oh shit, I've got to download this. You're a good kid, Jeff. Um, but you're expendable. Now, yeah. we'll keep my board. Yeah, but send us a voice back. Do you know what's interesting though? Yeah. With the, with the, the big news today. Yeah. Do you think he'll come out now? <laughs> Look, I'm not questioning He's his on sexuality. His second anniversary honeymoon. Yeah. It's good it got up, you know. You know what? I was going to put it out there. A lot of people feel uncomfortable with it. I'm sure a lot of people voted yes and still felt very uncomfortable voting yes, right? Uh, people find homosexuality uncomfortable. They find it confronting. They find it uncomfortable. They just do. That's a And fact unfortunately, of one of the words people use yeah. is unnatural. Yes. And that's a massive challenge for society because people see it as unnatural. Yeah, but it's not. It's one but of the most not. natural things. You're born with Correct. it. Correct. So therefore, it's natural. So how can it be unnatural? Um, and I think that's what's happened. I think... As a nation, most people um, who voted yes probably didn't necessarily want to, but they thought to themselves, really, are we a pack of pricks? And, and to, you know what? I'll listen to the FM stations today and their coverage of it. It was all a little bit positive. It was over the top. It was very positive. But look, legitimate people were ringing through, crying, yep. rejoicing. Why take that away from them? I mean, really? Mate, I, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I got, I, I was, I was quite emotional when my, I said my cousin yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah. When she said that to me, mm. I took that as being a genuine. Yeah. You don't need to give me a gift. Yeah. I've gotten the gift. Yeah, and I exactly. Went, Fuck, you know what? Yeah. I'm really glad I did that now. Yeah. Um, I did have an awkward moment though. I was at Channel Nine, mm. and there's a lovely bloke there who, frankly, I didn't know mm. was, mm. was gay mm. um, until uh, probably during the survey. Mm. Mm. Um, and I, I, it was actually him that convinced me to vote. Yeah. Because he didn't ram it down my throat with this, you've got to do this and it's yeah, yeah. equal rights. He just said, you know what? I'm going to be happy either way, yeah, yeah. but I'd love to get married. Yeah. And I went, fucking good on you. Yeah. And that's me. Mm. And it was awkward because mm. I, I wanted to give him a hug. Mm. And then I thought, that's just weird. Mm. And But I just went, in the end, I just shook his hand and went, bloody well, fucking yeah. you did it. Yeah. In fact, we did it. Yeah. Good on you. Yeah. And off he went. And it was that was it. Yeah. Yeah, but you know good. what that's now, great. mate? Can we just move on? Well, now? that's the thing. I mean, you know, look, it's a big deal today. It'll be a big deal probably for another week. But let's move on. I mean, it's happened. I mean, you know, well done. A minority group has won something they deserve. There's no yeah. doubt about it. There should be no recriminations uh, against people who voted no. I mean, this whole working out which electorate voted no. Mate, or the people yes. who voted no yeah. are strong mm. religious cultures that are non-Christians. Exactly. So Christians yeah. actually went, yeah, we don't give a shit. Yeah, exactly. But non-Christians. Mm-hmm. Went, no, fuck, that's weird. One religion in particular. So, you know, and that's what they believe. So let's forget all that. It's happened. It'll certainly pass parliament. And then we move on. And you know what? We'll catch up with the rest of the world. And you know what? You know what? For the lefties, just some uh, credibility to the liberal government for actually going, you know what? We went to the the election. Tony Abbott Mm. said Mm. we should have a plebiscite. They went to the election asking for a plebiscite. Mm. The Labor Party said no plebiscite. Yeah. The Liberals cunningly mm. found a way to do something similar, yep. and 
It was a it was a large expense, mm. but as Malcolm Temple says, democracy, democracy is expensive, yeah, yeah. and it came in twenty million under budget. Yeah. Um, and fucking hell, we got a result. Yeah. Any chance of some actual plaudits, <laughs> some credit to them? Temple looks like a genius now. And there's a bunch of fucking Labor yeah, people. Yeah. This is the weird thing. In awkward positions. In awkward positions because yeah. they've got a, They should be voting no because mm. their electorate said mm. no mm. in big numbers, mm. Mm. and they're going to vote yes. Yeah. Well, how does that work? Yeah. The hypocrisy is breathtaking. God love it. Anyway, um, geez, very serious. Wow. Yeah. We went hard at the end. But yeah, look, I've I haven't got any rainbow flags or anything. No. I don't need a rainbow flag. I haven't tweeted about it. I only tweeted once. Did you? I tweeted last night. I said, you know yeah. what? Can we all just fucking yeah. be nice tomorrow? Yeah. Whatever happens. Yeah. And then a bunch of fucking people were like, it's not that easy, you know? I'm like, fucking, just calm down. Stop yelling at me. It's going to be a big night in King's Cross, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's got to be epic. I saw it on the news. It's like, seriously, this is like winning the Olympics. You know what? It is, it's, it's Sydney, too. It's 1993. Yeah. yeah. September, September 1993. The scenes are reminiscent of that. Mm. Okay. Let's leave it there. The winner is gays. <laughs> EFTM. Uh, send us your feedback. Hashtag EFTM on Voice Bite. You can uh, tweet us at EFTM. Let's do it again next week, Bowie. On the road, once again, without Quattromani. Bye-bye for now. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. With Trevor Long, Chris Bowen, and Jeff Quattromani.